Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. From the RFC News Desk, I'm Chris with your Transformers News Update for the 6th of January, 2022. The RFC News Desk and other podcast and blog content is brought to you by our awesome patrons. You can support our shows, too, by going to patreon.com slash tfradio. As a patron, you'll get access to exclusive shows, and if you sign up as a touched patron, you'll get a shout-out every week on RFC, plus have the opportunity to be part of our History on the Fives podcast. You can also help out while doing your normal Amazon shopping by using our affiliate link. Go to tfradio.net slash Amazon when you want to do some shopping, and we'll get a small commission from basically everything you buy. You'll take some money away from Amazon and give it to us instead. We also have our own merchandise with excellent original designs that you can get on shirts, mugs, mouse pads, and more. You can see all of it at tfradio.net slash shirt. And don't forget to join us on Discord at tfradio.net slash Discord. That's our preferred way to interact with our audience during live recordings every Wednesday at tfradio.net slash live. And we've also got a great crowd of regulars hanging out all week. It's a pretty cool place, and you should come join us. You even get some extra perks here if you're a patron, so what are you waiting for? And now, the news. RFC had its annual year in review episode this week, so let's recap what's been going on in Transformers news since last week's show. Just announced is the appointment of the new CEO for Hasbro. Chris Cox has been promoted to lead the company, having previously been over Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro's digital gaming interests, according to a report via Deadline. Cox has been successful in his previous role, reportedly raising the profile of Wizards of the Coast as well as its profits considerably during his time as president of that division. It's too early to speculate what effect this direction in company leadership might eventually have on Transformers. The late Brian Goldner was a driving force behind Hasbro's efforts in entering the media creation space, which did impact how Transformers developed over the previous decade. It's likely Cox will make his mark as well, but it will probably be a while before we see the direction that will end up taking. JT Prime has shared some stock images for the new assortments of Transformers Authentics coming soon for the 2022 product year. The lineup includes the Cyber Battler range, which is a selection of non-transforming soft vinyl-style figures, with Optimus Prime, Megatron, and Bumblebee shown. This is an Authentics, or evergreen design-style version of the Transformers Prime and G1-style figures of the same type you've probably seen around for a number of years already. A new Masks assortment will include child-sized masks of both Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. Sorry to all the kids who have aspirations of leading a military uprising but can't don a Megatron mask to do so at this time. Finally, there's the Transformers Minibot Racers. These are actually redecos of RescueBots Academy toys, with some character identities switched. For instance, the mold that originally represented RescueBots Whirl is now decoed in pink as RC, among other less creative applications like mild redecos of Optimus Prime and Bumblebee as Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. Despite being reused products, these have seemed to receive a fair amount of positive reception and attention from the fan community. 
We don't know right now if these are outright replacing the previous Alpha and Bravo assortments of transforming figures, or if this is an expansion of the Authentics line which will supplement continued shelf presence of those earlier toys. But either way, you can start looking for these at your local corner shop or grocery stores sometime soon. Actually, we have kind of a bit of stock image leaks to cover here. Next up is our first look at Studio Series 86 Core Class Exosuit Spike. This is apparently part of the second assortment of the new Studio Series Core Class, following from B-Movie Ravage and Shockwave, which had been previously revealed. We only have package shots to go off of right now, but Spike does transform, despite never doing so in the movie. But I guess it can be assumed his exosuit can change exactly the same way Daniels was shown to. The alternate mode is said to be achieved in 11 steps by the packaging callout. My own study suggests that number might in fact be more like 9, but the official directions probably include things like lay it flat on its face, which I personally wouldn't count as its own distinct step. In any case, it looks like the exosuit's alternate mode will actually be able to roll along to some degree. The visible wheels at the shoulders seem to be separate pieces that actually would be able to roll, and there's a small hole visible at the ankle which might be a pin entry point for rear wheels that are hidden from view at this angle. Others have also noticed what might be a lever on the suit's back, which is speculated to be a mechanism to turn Spike's head left and right. If true, that's a great extra attention to detail to add. And of course, we'll expect to see this mold again with some minimal changes later down the line being sold as Daniel. Although, the stock photo makes the human head sculpt look vague enough you could probably just as easily pass this one off as Daniel right now if you wanted to. The official reveal and probably pre-orders will be coming next week for the second Masterpiece Trainbot. Getsue has been leaked by the old favorite of retailer solicitation forums stamped with warnings not to copy or distribute. The image, in its typically poor quality, depicts the train, robot, and leg modes, while being marked with the date of January 13th, which is Thursday of next week. Thanks to the time zone differences, we'll be seeing the official announcement in the U.S. sometime on Wednesday. Pricing information is obviously not available at this time, but we can reasonably guess that it will probably be in the ballpark of Shoki's starting price of around $180. Whether this would then get a later reduction like Shoki did will remain to be seen, but if that has to happen twice, it's probably not going to be a good sign for the Masterpiece writing project to ever get finished. We'll have more on this when the official reveal happens next week. Finally, In Demand Toys has shared stock photography for multiple upcoming toys on their Facebook page. Their post covers the Voyager and Leader classes for Legacy Wave 1, plus Studio Series Coronation Starscream, and the Buzzworthy Bumblebee Deluxe Wave 3. Much of this doesn't constitute anything really new, aside from maybe some better looks at the packaging for the Legacy toys. But two specific instances have stood out. Cusswardy Cliffjumper is shown in the stock photos with clear blue plastic for the windows, but otherwise represents the toy's correct deco in this release. We have had, of course, in-hand documentation of this very toy from multiple sources by now, which verify that it uses opaque blue plastic instead. This is most likely the result of the factory making a mistake with the production samples by running clear plastic like the original specifications would have called for. Since this redeco reuses the same paint masks for the car roof piece, it technically doesn't matter what color or opacity of plastic the piece is shot in. 
you would still get the same window regions either way. That makes this easily attributable to an error that was caught and corrected early on. But the flawed sample still had to be used for stock photography. A more interesting and curious situation is presented with the repackaging of Kingdom Galvatron in Legacy. The all-new stock photos depict a Galvatron the same colors as the main retail Kingdom release, but lacking the battle damage tampograph work, as well as the energy charge effect on the cannon. It's conceivable that, like Cliffjumper, this was some sort of error where the sample that was produced didn't get sent for the tampos to be applied. But the deco otherwise appears to be complete, which has raised some question whether this might be an intentional move. In previous situations where we've had carry-forward leader toys between lines, deco changes weren't made. This was particularly notable for Astro Train between Siege and Earthrise, where there had been an initial hope that the repack might not exhibit battle damage deco effects. John Warden shot down that idea very quickly at the time, citing that Hasbro wanted to make sure everyone got the same product, regardless of when they were able to find the toy. An extrapolation of that logic could suggest Astro Train was manufactured as one extra-large batch all at once, which was then split between packaging styles. That would have made it logistically unfeasible to try to make a deco change and ensure the right units all went in the right boxes. In effect, you could end up with clean Earthrise Astro Trains in Siege boxes, or vice versa. Galvatron, though, doesn't present the same situation. The original release will have been separated from Legacy by most of a year, and two other deco versions of the mold were produced in the meantime. That means Legacy Galvatron is specifically its own unique manufacturing batch, which opens up the possibility to make some tweaks. Dropping the tampograph effects would serve a dual purpose, first of seeming to listen to fandom feedback about the damage deco being undesirable, but simultaneously probably cutting a bit off the production cost by eliminating some added deco steps. If it turns out that the legacy Galvatrons do ship in a clean state, that latter case will probably end up being the actual reason the change was made, more than satisfying collectors who will still be annoyed just in a different way now that they will feel compelled to rebuy the toy to get the deco they think it should have been all along. Galvatron, like other leader-sized toys starting this year, will come in windowless boxes, which is also going to present some potential problems. For one, no one will be able to verify the status of the final deco until somebody takes the gamble and buys one. But odds are we can count on sources in Southeast Asia to take that hit for the rest of us. The other problem is the high chance of Galvatron swapping, where some might choose to take their Kingdom Galvatrons and repack them in their legacy boxes and return them to the stores. And some stores, even if told the returned item is defective, will unfortunately still put things back on the shelf to try to resell. While a clean cartoon deco Galvatron does have an appeal, it might ultimately be better for all concerned if it doesn't actually have any deco changes after all. RFC will be back at its regular time of 8.30pm Eastern next Wednesday, January 12th at tfradio.net slash live, where we'll be discussing these topics in more detail. I'm Chris, and this has been your Transformers News Update from the RFC News Desk. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. 
Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.